Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time it may be that you're joining us, welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were All That and a Bag of Chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. And that's the bottom line, because Ethan Pearson said so. Also this week, we have a guest, my future brother-in-law from the Great White North, Brandon. What's happening, folks? On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 17. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, and we are back. So as we mentioned before, we have a special guest today. You can find him as the co-host of Backstage Heat, podcast we found on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, his name is Brandon. He is Sam's brother-in-law. How you doing, Brandon? Oh, just fantastic. How are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing so great. I'm excited to have you on the show. It has been too long since we have hung out, and as we talked about earlier, since uh, we went to the All In pay-per-view a couple years ago. Oh, what an absolutely fantastic event that was. We all know what happens yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Good time to be had by all. Um, but let's get into it. So first of all, uh, Sam and Brandon, tell us, how did you guys grow up this week? Um, well, it was a pretty normal week for me as far as uh, post-coronavirus normal goes. Of course. We didn't really do anything. Um Good news, the action figure companies are kind of picking business up again. So I got a bunch of new wrestling figures this week. Nice. Who'd you pick up? Lenny I McMahon? got Montez Ford. Ooh. Uh, Angela Dawkins. I got a new Braun Strowman. I got Kane. Um... I got Shawn Michaels in his attire from the Montreal Screwjob. Ooh, okay. And, oh, I got Christian in his brood attire. Oh, sweet. That's pretty dope, yep. man. Yep. All right. What about you, Brandon? How did you grow up this week? Well, this week uh, I made a three-point line for my basketball <laughs> Yeah, awesome. NBA distance <laughs> and a free throw line. Oh, yeah, shoot. Get my hopes up that one day the uh, <laughs> herd will uh, need someone to play because COVID takes over the team. Oh, my God. You gosh. know who's going to be ready? This guy. <laughs> on call. Oh, man. That's awesome. Um, so, I, this is pretty funny because both of you guys are like, married or getting married and adulting so and that's kind of always the context of our growing up we grew up in different ways it's okay you can grow up however you want um so i grew up this week i watched two movies back to back this weekend um so the first one was the sixth sense okay um and this the sixth sense yes and the second one was a new movie called palm springs so i'll give my my quick my quick anecdote about these two movies. So Sixth Sense, I watched, uh, so today is actually my friend Carrie's birthday. Happy birthday. She's listening to this. 
She's probably not. But if she is, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for her birthday, she just, her and uh, another Ted Taylor, my friend, came over. Um, and we watched The Sixth Sense. So have you guys both seen this movie? Yep. Yes. And so you know how it goes, right? You know the twist? Duh. Oh, yeah. The yeah. I assumed every person on the planet knew the twist of this movie. But Carrie did not. She had no idea what what the twist this movie was. So I, as soon as she said that, I was like, no one say anything else. We're watching this movie right now. And I'm not going to tell you anything. And it was really fun to watch that movie with her not knowing. She was literally guessing throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Never, never guessed it correctly until the last minute of the movie. There you go. I won't give away any spoilers because anybody hasn't seen it. But we may do an episode on it later. Um, and then I watched Palm Springs. It's a brand new movie with Andy Samberg and Kristen Melody. It's on Hulu. Have you guys seen it? No. I was about to start that today, actually. Dude, it is awesome. It's really, really good. Like, it, surprisingly good. I, especially for movies that go straight to Hulu or Netflix. I'm always a little hesitant on thinking they'll actually be good. That was one of my favorite movies uh -huh. I've watched all year. It was really cute. It's a rom-com. And I love Kristen Melody because she was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. And that is my favorite TV show of all time. Okay. So I love her. So that's how <laughs> I grew up this week. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move ahead. Um, so, Brandon, first of all, just kind of tell us what your history with wrestling is and why you decided to make um, this podcast called Backstage Heat. Uh, well, I've been watching pro wrestling for about 15 years or so. Then... Uh, I turned a little different when I went to college and found out about indie professional wrestling through a little company called RCCW based in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Ooh. Uh, and through that, I realized that I kind of wanted to give it a go. So uh, through that company, I contacted a pro wrestling school, which is just outside of Green Bay. And so moved to Green Bay, gave it a try, lasted about three weeks. Some of the <laughs> most painful, <laughs> painful days of my life. Uh, it was an absolute thrill, though. And uh, until you try it, you don't really have as much respect as you think you do for it. But uh, yeah, so then uh, I'd just be playing PS4 online with my buddy. And we'd just be talking wrestling the whole time. And we thought, you know, why not start a podcast? We basically do it for free by ourselves online playing games anyway. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's super cool, man. That's, that's really cool. I remember you told me that you had done some training uh, at Sam's wedding. I believe you told me about that. That's one of the few things I remember from that <laughs> night. But I do remember you telling me that. Uh, that's, that's super cool. That was, uh, there's, a, there's a gym in... Uh, in Wichita that I, that I tried to get Sam and I to sign up for one time, but we never, we never went through with it. So I give you, I give yeah, you respect for that, man. It costs more than rent. It costs a lot more than rent, dude. <laughs> it was like 600 bucks a month. Big time. Yeah, oh, so. I remember something from Sam's wedding, Ethan. Do you remember a little moment in the bathroom? <laughs> was it when you told me you were a wrestler? Because that's all I remember. <laughs> yep. And then you said, well, you want to give me some chops? And you have me give you <laughs> chops in the No, I don't remember that, oh, but that is not the first or the last time I have done that. So that is not entirely surprising. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
we'll just have a we'll have an extra episode one of these days where we just recap Sam's wedding. Oh, it was <laughs> just an adventure. It was great. I loved it. Ah, hell of a day. All right, Sam, tell us a little bit about your history with wrestling and uh, why you wanted to cover WrestleMania X7. I've, I've, I've been watching wrestling as long as I can remember. The I was always, like, I think wrestling figures got me into wrestling. My The first ever wrestling figures I got, I was on a road trip with my mom and dad, and I think Dally was there, but I don't really remember. Um, I got this box set, and it had Undertaker, Mankind, Paul Bearer, and The Executioner. And it, wow. so it's been like mid-90s, like mid-late 90s, and I've been watching wrestling ever since. Like every weekend at my dad's house, I watched it. And I briefly like kind of stopped watching, even though I think I've always been following it. And still to this day, I am watching wrestling. Nice. Yeah, I think so. We probably got started around the same time then, Sam. So I I know my I don't remember the exact, you know, first show or first anything that I watched. I know it was in 1997. um, Because I mean, I was literally like five or six years old when I started watching wrestling. Oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels was my favorite wrestler. Yes, he was amongst my favorite wrestlers. Um, I know the very like first things I even remember are like old school 1997 Undertaker. Um, Okay. Cause I remember when I was a little bit scared of him cause I was like five years old and he would come out with like the full decked out black gear and the face paint I went, and stuff. I went to a live show when I was little and we were in the entrance at the lacrosse center. And yeah. I remember Undertaker coming out and I was like, Oh my God, hold dad, hold me. <laughs> he was, I mean, he was pretty terrifying. Um, yeah. So I was, I mean, I just remember, oh, another very early on memory I have of wrestling is that I got in trouble at school for doing the crotch chop and telling people to suck it. <laughs> oh, that was like, everyone, everyone did. How could you not? Like, it was impossible. So I would, it was impossible for me not to do it. I got in trouble for it. I also got in trouble in like kindergarten or first grade. Uh, the teacher asked me what my favorite dessert was. And I said, poontang pie. <laughs> having absolutely no understanding of what that meant i just knew it was the rock's favorite dessert so now it was my favorite dessert oh great (laughs) oh my gosh so yeah so i was a huge wrestling fan as a as a kid and i watched pretty religiously up until probably 2010 i would say i know i started i kind of started to fall off um well one smackdown moved to a channel that we didn't have i think it was like the sci-fi channel or something UPN or UPN maybe yeah so it moved to a channel that we didn't have and so I couldn't watch Smackdown anymore so I could only watch Raw and I think kind of after about the mid-2000s you know once Stone Cold was gone The Rock was gone Angle had moved on Brock Lesnar was gone like pretty much Triple H was the only one from my childhood who was still around full-time I think I just kind of started to fall off Um, but then actually when our freshman year of college when I moved in with Sam we kind of started watching wrestling together at that time and I got back into it so about 2011 to pretty much last year, it was when I kind of stopped. Watch. I still follow it. I'll, I'll keep up with Twitter and some stuff to see what's going on. Um, yep. But yeah, Sam helped me reignite my love of wrestling. And so we have gone to several shows since then. And uh, we actually drove all the way up to Chicago, Illinois, to go to a, a, little, a little wrestling show called All In, which is 
I don't I don't even know how deep we want to go into explaining wrestling history the birth, here. But. <laughs> like the birthplace of AEW. Yeah. So it's like a so if if we have any like non-wrestling fans listening to this, it's like the the separate it's not WWE, so it's a different wrestling company. And they were just starting, it was like their first big show, but it had some big wrestlers on it and that people that we knew. But Sam and I drove all the way to Chicago. What is that, like ten and a half hours from here? Yeah, I think so. About ten and a half hours on a Saturday to watch this. So we get we left like five in the morning. We get there like <laughs> six o'clock in the afternoon or so, whatever. Go to the show. We hit up a couple bars in Chicago and literally drive back the next day on Sunday. Because we had work on Monday. Because we had work Monday. Oh, and I was living in Denver, so I oh yeah flew i believe i flew to wichita and then yeah. rode with you from wichita to chicago yeah. then drove back sunday flew back to denver on sunday night yep which is i don't know honestly i think our drive to dallas was worse we went to wrestlemania for or we went to dallas texas for wrestlemania 32 which is only five and a half hours from wichita yep. but we left sunday got there and then we were there for maybe like 30 minutes before he we went to the show and it was like the the longest wrestlemania we were there Dude, it was like a so six hour long. show yeah and then so we long. didn't get out of like the parking lot until midnight drove all the way back we got back to wichita at 6 a.m and then i had to be at my high school for my student teaching <laughs> at seven <laughs> i was so tired it was miserable we were stressing on whether we were going to make it back in time for you to get to school yeah because traffic was so bad it took like an hour and a half to get out of dallas like two hours to get out of dallas Uh uh-huh it was nuts so there's there's no no shortage of love for wrestling here with this group no not at all Um, so yeah, I mean, so huge fans of wrestling. So this probably won't be the last, um, pay-per-view we cover, but so like between you two, like why did, why is this pay-per-view specifically an important one that we wanted to cover first? Well, I think for me, like WrestleMania 17 was really like the attitude era is most people's favorite era of wrestling, which honestly, I think I like the like ruthless aggression after. I, like, I think that's when my fandom was at its highest. Yeah. But WrestleMania 17 capped off like the most popular time in wrestling. So we had, to, if we had to pick one pay-per-view, it had to be that one. For sure. What about you, Brandon? Why were you excited to come on to talk about this pay-per-view specifically? Well, I feel like I've heard quite a few times that that pay-per-view goes down as maybe one of the best WrestleManias ever. I mean, with the main event, like uh, Austin versus Rock, it's it's hard to beat that. And I mean, there's quite a bit of history that gets made on the show uh, with wrestlers like China, and uh, oh, yeah. and like like you said uh, before, um, is one of the last WrestleManias where they were still WWF. I think it was the second to last act, actually. So I think yeah, so. I think you're yeah. right. Yep, that, so that just even made the meaning that much better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, so for this pay-per-view specifically, I remember, 
I can't say like I remember where I was when I watched it, but like I remember this pay-per-view just being mind-blowing and like the peak of my fandom at this point. Because like I said, I started watching in 97, but I was really young at the time. So in 2001, I'm like coming up on nine years old. So I like I have a little bit more of a concept of what wrestling like even is and kind of how it works. But this is like the peak of my fanhood, 2001, the end of the Attitude Era. It was incredible, man. It blew my mind. And I was really excited to go back and just kind of see what like whether it holds up and whether wrestling was as good as we remember it to be as kids yeah which we will cover later i won't uh, i won't spoil our rating for this one this time <laughs> sometimes yeah. i do on accident <laughs> i will not spoil it this time um all right so let's move ahead uh we're gonna go back in time a little bit and just kind of see where the world was in 2001 when wrestlemania 17 came into our lives where was the world all right welcome back we are ready for where was the world when wrestlemania 17 came into our lives so here we go fact number one this is a a wrestling related where was the world so the week before wrestlemania 17 wwf bought wcw on uh, march 23rd 2001 do you guys know how low of a price wwf bought wcw for we could have bought it i wouldn't go that far (laughs) because (laughs) i have about 19 dollars to my name right now um but someone could have bought them Uh, brandon do you have an idea how much they bought them for Mm, i'm gonna guess 150,000. okay i don't know what made you think wcw is so garbage (laughs) 4.2 million was the total including the name licensing and the uh the the video library told you we could have bought it (laughs) yeah just let me let me scrounge up some change i got in my couch we'll buy wcw yep but still for an entire wrestling company with all of that licensing and titles and video library that is an insanely cheap price chris jericho actually said he could have bought the company himself if they would have offered it to him so that was nuts but yeah that was literally the week before wrestlemania so this was kind of a weird time in wrestling where like we had these two big wrestling promotions that had been going head to head for four or five years and then Uh they literally bought them out right before this show so that was another reason that this kind of led to wrestlemania 17 being just as huge and as important of a show as it was all right let's move on so we've got another quasi um wrestling related uh where was the world fact here uh the mummy returns featuring dwayne johnson's first major movie role debuted on may 4th 2001 huh and that movie was actually really huge. It made $435 million at the box office in 2001. Yeah. With the, I can't believe they even promoted The Rock being in that movie. That CGI, I watched this. Oh. This movie is on at the gym like f- six months ago. And so like, I was just like, I was just like feeding the, I was feeding the chest, you know, doing some bench. And I look up and The Rock's goofy ass CGI face on the scorpion body popped up on the screen and I lost it. I almost dropped the weights on my own throat. It was so did ridiculous. They, did they actually use The Rock for that movie at all? Yes, that was how CGI worked at the time. They took a real garbage, like facial, uh, like recognition thing and just put it on top of this awful looking CGI oh, scorpion. It is, it's so bad. It's atrocious. Brandon, have you seen this movie? You know what we're talking about here? Oh, most definitely. That's a okay. classic. 
the beginning of The Rock becoming the greatest actor ever. <laughs> yeah. Classic may not be the word that I would use, but <laughs> <laughs> it is for sure like instantly recognizable and an example of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, I actually, weird sidebar, I used to, so that we watched that movie on pay-per-view and we couldn't like get pay-per-views very well in my house at the time in like 2002. Oh, it's impossible. So I had to go to my aunt's house and like they had a fancy TV. And so like we had to drive all the way to Council Grove, which is like 35 minutes from our hometown to watch this, to watch The Mummy Returns on pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little flashback for you to what life was like in 2001 for Ethan. It was crazy. All right, let's move on. Uh, so here we go. Uh, December 22nd, 2001, there was the first ever cloned cat. Huh. Which uh, again, was also my friend Derek's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Derek. <laughs> um, we've talked about cloning animals in this episode, on this podcast before for some reason. So I thought this was really fascinating. Uh, yeah. Can you, do you have any wild guess what the name of this cat was? A cloned cat. Keep that in mind. Was it Felix? It was not Felix. Less of a, like a, not even a real name. Like a, more of a pun, almost. For a cloned cat. I got nothing. Copycat. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> they named this cat Cece, either for carbon copy or for copycat. Interesting. Yeah, how wild. I like a, Again, why are we not cloning animals every day now? We were cloning cats in 2001. <laughs> what the hell has happened in the last 19 years? <laughs> why is our cloning game dropped off so far? I don't understand. But anyway, here we go. A little bit more in the sports world. Um, do you guys know about Bobby Bonilla and his contract with the Mets? He got paid a few days ago. Yeah, so Bobby Bonilla Day occurs in July every year. Uh, he makes $1.2 million every year until the year 2035 from the Mets. And he last played in the Major League Baseball in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> this dude that is making so $1.2 million for 34 straight years after he retires. He never has to do another thing with his life. Genius. That's awesome. Uh, do you know how that contract got signed? No. Like what the, so a quick okay. history of that that contract. He was owed like it was it was something it was like nine million or eleven million dollars, like something reasonable. Uh -huh. But the owner or the general manager of the Mets, I can't remember, he was involved in a Ponzi scheme. So he thought the dividends from his or a pyramid scheme. I don't know if those are the same thing. He was involved in a pyramid scheme. So he thought the dividends of his pyramid scheme would easily counterbalance the $1 million he would pay him every year until 2034. So he, instead uh -huh. of paying him $9 million in 2001, he decided to pay him this million until 2035 because he thought this pyramid scheme was going to blow up and he wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> and then it failed, and the guy who ran the pyramid scheme went to prison. <laughs> so, wow. Did not work out. Great story. Look it up about Bobby Bonilla. He is a hero amongst professional athletes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, last, where was the world fun fact here? Start with Brandon. Do you know what the most popular cartoon of 2001 was? Ooh, SpongeBob? 
That is correct. Uh, yes. The SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants is the most popular cartoon of 2001. Um, all right, you boys ready to move on to some cool facts? Yep. All right, let's uh, let's hit this drop, and then we'll hit you with some cool facts. You know what cool is? That, that's cool. All right, we are ready for some cool facts. Uh, so I'll throw my first one out real quick because I only have one, and then I will let you guys take the rest of this segment. All right. Um, some cool facts. Um, so the WWF Attitude Era, which we have talked about a little bit already, and we will continue to talk about through this pay-per-view, uh, started at the end of 1997. The actual date that it starts kind of varies depending on their motive, really. But the Montreal Screwjob is a common um, indicator of the beginning of the Attitude Era. And this lasted until 2002 when WWF became WWE. Stands for World Wrestling Entertainment because the World Wildlife Foundation sued them for stealing WWF. Of all the things Vince McMahon has beaten and conquered, he couldn't beat the World <laughs> Wildlife Foundation. No one can touch the World Wildlife Foundation, man. They are unstoppable. That makes me laugh so much. Do you he think took on Stone Cold or could he, not handle the wildlife? He's <laughs> taken on the federal government. He's taken on Stone Cold. He's taken on everything but the World Wildlife Foundation. All right, hit us with some cool facts. All right, I'll start my, so my first cool fact I have is that HBK, Shawn Michaels was still technically in WWE then, but he hadn't wrestled in like three years. And a few weeks before WrestleMania 17, he was fired because he was at a show. He took a bunch of pills and was belligerent all over backstage. And then he just went and passed out in Vince McMahon's office. And Triple H actually went and told Vince. And Vince fired him. And Triple H and Shawn Michaels didn't talk for over a year after that. I did see that. It was actually, it was on the episode with when they bought WCW. So he was supposed yeah, to have like right. a, some sort of play in that segment. But then yeah, yeah he got fired. So. Brandon, uh, you got a cool fact for us? Uh, WrestleMania 17 was the first ever time that China got a women's championship match. So that was kind of legendary that that was the first time she won it, oh. being, you know, really? as big as she was. What? I didn't realize that. <laughs> yep. That's nuts. What the hell was she doing before? Well, she was like the Intercontinental Champion at one point. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she just went above it and was like, mm. Nice. That? How interesting. The oh. other thing I have isn't really a fact. I just thought that it was pretty insane that uh, for Triple H's entrance, they had Motorhead live. Hell yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I really got for that. Okay. All right. Sam, um, hit up some facts. Yeah, so I tried to dig a little bit just to find some weird stuff. Um Spike Dudley in the TLC match, he like suffered the most. Like everyone else kind of came out like sore or whatever. Spike Dudley lost his front teeth. Yeah. You got him knocked out on the Swanton bomb, right? Uh-huh. Somehow Jeff Hardy hit his mouth and <laughs> knocked out his front teeth. Yeah. When we say okay, like they didn't really count concussions as a real injury at that time. <laughs> <laughs> 
So most of them were concussed, I'm sure, but that did not count in 2001. Yep. You just walked uh, it off. So next, Triple H. So before he settled on Undertaker, they proposed him fighting Mike Tyson, but it cost too much money. And hmm. they also talked about him fighting Ray Lewis, fresh off winning the <laughs> What? Yeah. But oh that God. was also just like I don't I remember how exact uh, how long exactly. It was only like two months after he was acquitted of that double murder. Right. Like Triple H is about to step in there with New Jack and get murdered in the middle of the ring. Yeah, yeah. God. How funny. Yeah, and then just three real quick ones here. Uh the PWI Tag Team of the Year award went to the Dudley Boys. Oh. And the rookie of the year in 2001, Ethan or Brandon, g- uh, give me a guess. Who you think your rookie of the year in 2001 was? I don't even know who would have debuted in 2001. You're not, you're going to be surprised. Uh, Brandon, guess first so I can think longer. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I, have to, I have to fact check this. Were they in WWF or was it someone not in yeah. WWF? Okay. Okay. Oh, I'd be off by that. What about our truth? Hmm, that's not a bad guess. That is a good I... guess. K Quick at the time? Yep, yep. I'm going to say Taz. The rookie of the year in 2001 was Randy Orton. Oh. What? Yeah. How? He wasn't even wrestling in the WWF at the time. I, I don't know. Um, the runner-up was Brock Lesnar. Um, the third place was Kay Quick. So oh, Archie. shoot. He was close. And then uh, the fourth person, who actually was my last cool fact, um, was he signed his developmental contract with WWE that year, was John Cena. Oh, no yeah. kidding. He's listed as the prototype on PWI's uh, Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that makes no sense. That is bizarre. Yeah, because Orton didn't debut on, like, WWF until September, to like, March 2002. Um, he was in OVW, so they must have counted uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling at the time. Their OVW. That is some Mark stuff right there. Yeah. Nerds. Wasn't Batista <laughs> in their class, too? Yeah, the Leviathan. Okay. Uh (laughs) All right. That was it for cool facts. So we are actually splitting this episode into two parts. So we will hit you with some trivia real quick with Brandon and Sam. And then we will move on into part two, which features our live coverage and reactions to WrestleMania 17. All right. And we are back. So right now we are going to get into some trivia. So we're doing it a little bit different this week. Uh, this week, we have our guest, Brandon, and he is going to be playing against Sam in trivia. Winner take all, Attitude Era Ooh. Wrestling Trivia. Are you boys ready? Oh, yeah. I was okay. born ready. All right. <laughs> we're we're going to uh, start with our guest, Brandon. He will go first. Ooh, pressure. Okay. Let's see. I have six questions. There, there's no multiple choice because that would be, I think it would be too easy. Okay, so we got six questions, not. and then we have one 
that's not multiple choice, but we'll go back and forth between the two of you and then another one that's like that. I'll explain okay. more when we get there. Okay. All right. Question number one. Who was the first European champion when the, uh, when the belt was established on February 26th, 1997? Oh, man. Is this Dude. only for Brandon? You can steal it. So, yeah, if they get it wrong, the other person can steal. Okay. Okay. European champion. All right. Yes, I'm just going to throw a random out there. I'm going to say William Regal. Incorrect. Sam, <sighs> going for the steal. This is tough. I don't know a lot of European champions because I feel like everyone was European champion. I'm going to go with D'Lo Brown. Ooh, good guess, but incorrect again. Uh, the, <sighs> so we'll move on. The correct answer was Davy Boy Smith. Ah, oh. The first European champion in 1997. Uh, come on, Sam. That's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, I would not have got that one either. I, 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 was, I forgot about Davy Boy Smith even existing. I even have so. the European title on the British Bulldog on my show. <laughs> come on, man. Just look at your figures. Unacceptable. All right. Uh, this will be for Sam. So question number two. Uh, when the Women's Championship was brought back on September 15th, 1998, after a Blaze threw it in the trash a couple years before, who was the first women's champion of the Attitude Era? I'm going to go with Sable. Ooh, good guess, but that is incorrect. No. Going to Brandon. Was it Jacqueline? That is correct. Yes. Let's go. Oh, Heck my yeah. God. That's what I'm talking about. Just thought you were ready, Sam. I thought I was, too. I thought you boys were wrestling historians. I need more wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're on to question three. This is for Brandon. Okay. Okay. On the May 26th, 1997 Raw is War episode, Stone Cold Steve Austin won his first tag team championship. Who was his partner in that match? Oh, I feel like I should definitely know this one. Um... Was it The Rock? That is incorrect. Going over to Sam. Uh, what episode was it? May 26th, 1997. Dude Love. That is incorrect. The correct answer is Shawn Michaels. Ah. Uh. H.B. Shizzle. The Heartbreak Kid. Dang. Dang. Yep. Yep. All right. Question for Sam. The lightweight title was brought back to the WWF on December 7th, 1997, at the end of a tournament, lightweight title tournament. Who was the first champion? Akumi Tanoku? That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Finally. We got are, some flapping points. We are tied at one. Nailed Moving on to question five. This is Here for Brandon. Go. All right. The hardcore title was established on November 2nd, 1998. Oh, man. And was awarded to a wrestler. It was not won in a match. Who was the wrestler that was awarded the very first hardcore title? I need I, the exact name, actually, on this one. Um, 
I know it's probably not right, but for some reason, my mind immediately goes to Mick Foley. Mick Foley Man, is incorrect. Mankind. Oh, okay. I will, I'll count it. Mankind. Yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's the what guest. To, He's the happened guest, happened Sam. I need the, I need the exact name. He didn't Wait, say final gave, answer. Gave it away. <laughs> That's true. Final I didn't answer say final yet. answer. <laughs> you, were, you were about to say incorrect. <laughs> Uh, he got I beat him he, to it. I beat him to it. He corrected himself. He was thinking aloud when he said Mick Foley. I didn't. I didn't count exactly. it. Exactly. I this was. I was too fast to tell him he was incorrect. That was my fault. So that is correct. Brandon has two points. Yes. One into question number six. This is for Sam. Which wrestler was the hardcore champion when the twenty-four-seven defense rule was initiated? Crash Holly. That is correct. Ooh, my yeah. my father, Ooh. Crash Holly. <laughs> oh man all right so all right so now we're going to switch it up a little bit so you guys will bounce back and forth until you get all of these answers here all right so okay. does that make sense yep. you'll, you'll understand. so we'll start with brandon so the attitude era they go back and forth on when they say that it was established but for these purposes we'll say the attitude era began with the montreal screw job on November 9th, 1997. Okay. List every WWF champion uh, that was the champion during the Attitude Era, which ends when they switch to WWE and are no longer WWF. Okay. 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 How many are there, Ethan? Six, I need to know this. I'm not getting any of 12. these wrong. There are 12. Okay. Okay. 12. You get one okay. point per correct answer. Okay. All right. Start with Brandon. Here we go. Uh, let's go Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Steve Austin is correct. The Rock. The Rock is correct. Uh, mankind. Mankind is correct. And I'm only, I'm counting him as one entire person. So don't try to guess Dude Love. <laughs> or Mick okay. Foley or Cactus Jack or whomever else. Okay. All right. Kane. Kane is correct. Undertaker. Undertaker is correct. Yes. Back to Sam. Um, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is correct. The Montreal screw job. I was wondering if you would get if you would remember that. I had to think about my timeline for a second. Because he does not win. He only had one title reign in the Attitude Era. Yeah. Which yeah, is surprising. Very surprising. All right. Back to Brandon. Uh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, not what? <laughs> that is incorrect. No yeah. Kevin Nash. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Triple H. Triple H is correct. Mm. What about uh, Godfather? That is, inc- <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. The we Godfather. Just like that. You gotta think I'm, about main eventers and like you guys got all the like the early ones. You gotta think yeah. like ninety nine to like two thousand, kind of that range, mm. and two thousand you know, towards the end. You got you literally have the first six. You need the next six. <laughs> oh gosh, you never remember the end of the Attitude Era. <laughs> Vince McMahon, Vinnie Mac was a champion. Boom. What about Shane O'Mac? Shana Mack was not a champion in the Attitude Era. Losing it. Back to Sam. Big Show. 
That is correct. Oh, man. I'm just getting embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. There's more after this. You can come back. All right. Let's see. Who else we got? How old are you, Brandon? 25. All right. You may have been a little young for the Attitude Era, I guess. Oh, yeah. I definitely did, do not remember it when I was alive during it. Uh, you see, you are, you're a little young. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember trying to decide whether I was going to watch Raw or Nitro. I, I never that option. I never watched Nitro. I watched it one time, and I was I like, nope. Sometimes going back, <laughs> I was diehard WWF. Never left. You can't go wrong there. That's fan loyalty right there. <laughs> All right, we got three more. All right, let's see. Is it is it Brandon's turn? It is. Okay. Come All on. right, I'm gonna throw this random one out there. Um, Rikishi. Rikishi was not the big quiche. Um, Jericho. Jericho was correct. Oh. He was champion. We've got two more. Um, this is pretty random. tough. What about uh, Dean Malenko? That is incorrect. The Ice Man. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kurt two Angle. more, Sam. Kurt Angle's correct. And there is one more. And this is the very last champion before it became a different title. Sam's got it. Maybe. Oh, I, I probably don't. All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's go. I am a real American. <laughs> That's, that gives it away right there. That's the right of every man. Sorry, what was your answer? The Hulkster himself. That is correct, brother. You cheating. I was just singing a song, Sam. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just the most American song ever made. That's all. Exactly. That's right up there with the Star Sprangle banner. That is correct. All right, so Brandon, you are sitting at six points after this. All right. And Sam is sitting at eight. Going into the final question. There is four. This is a little bit, a little later. So you, you, you might have been, you might have memories from this time. Okay, good, good. So there were four, four wrestlers who held the WCW championship while they were in WWF before it became the combined title. So same rule. We'll start with Brandon. Go back and forth. Who are those okay. four wrestlers who held the WCW title while wrestling for the WWF? I'm going to go with Booker T. That is correct. All right. The Rock. The Rock is correct. Okay. Hey, so there's four of these? There's two more. Um, this is out there one. Might not even be the right time period. Uh, Chris Benoit? <laughs> That is incorrect. He was a WCW champion, but not he while was... wrestling for the WWF. Uh, we got two more. Hmm. Chris Jericho. That is correct. That's where I was going to go. There is one more. This, was, this might be hard, actually. I don't remember him winning the WCW title, but he did. 
according to Wikipedia. So. <laughs> yeah. Would it be the big show? It is not the big show. Correct. Yep. Does Triple H count? He, I don't know how to answer that. He counts. He is a wrestler. <laughs> oh, that was my answer. <laughs> Triple H. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> Dunna. Dunna. I think about punching my final answer of. Uh, Got an answer for me? Would that be Kurt uh, Angle? That is correct. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, well, way, way to get those answers that <laughs> Ethan you. Uh, that is correct. So the final scores we have Brandon coming in with eight points. And Sam coming in with 10 to get the trivia dub today. It's a great effort by the both of you. I would have only got like three, so you both smoked me. I'm glad I was not involved in this one. I'm glad that I somehow knew every single champion during the Attitude Era. <laughs> that is some useful knowledge that I'm sure you will use again. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, but that is it for trivia. So now we will be moving on to our closing statements and then we'll get out of here. All right, and welcome back. That was our discussion about WrestleMania 17. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, so we just got a couple things to do here before we get out of here. So first of all, we are gonna read a five-star Frog Splash review. So here we go. This is from Jenny. Uh, titled entertaining it says great podcast to remind you of your childhood memories so thank you jenny who is one of our biggest fans and also sam's wife thanks wife <laughs> thanks boo good to hear from you again brandon we just wanted to say thanks for joining us for the episode man appreciate you coming on oh thank you for having me i appreciate uh, being uh am i your first guest you yep. are our first guest absolutely honored absolutely honored thank you for having me on yeah it, it took us a while to figure out how to add a third person to <laughs> to, uh, to our recordings uh, but let our listeners know if they want some more wrestling uh wrestling oh my god wrestling podcasts <laughs> and information those white claws are hitting me now if they want some more uh some more wrestling content where can they find you when do you guys put out episodes give us your info uh, we are on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Backstage Heats. Um, every, well, before pay-per-views, uh, on Saturdays at noon is when we release our prediction shows. And every Thursday at 7 is when we do our NXT TakeOver WWE 2K20 Universe mode video. Yes, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I will try to keep up with that. I, I will yep. try to I'm start I got a little bit more into wrestling once we started doing this one. So I've been I've been kind of reading some stuff. I listened to your guys last episode. So I'll be ready, man. Appreciate you uh, coming on. And uh, yeah, if you guys are looking for some more wrestling content, head over to Backstage Heat, for all the places you just listen, uh, just mentioned. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, Brandon. <laughs> thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks for having me. All right, uh, so now we're gonna announce our next episode. Um, so this was actually decided by a poll that we did on Facebook. Um, so this was our- poll. A tournament. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's a better way to describe it. It was a tournament. Yeah, so a tournament with a poll for each round. Um, this was about the best uh, a Disney Channel original movie. And so this was what won. I will let Sam announcement after I start my drum roll. We are doing Smart House. That is correct. Sam, have you seen this movie before? Oh, duh. I don't think I've actually seen all of it. Oh. I know of it. I know it existed, but I don't think I ever sat down and watched the whole thing. So I'm, I'm curious. I will say this is probably the least like attached to a movie or anything we've done so far. I don't uh-huh. know anything about this movie other than like the premise. So I'm curious and I'm surprised it dominated our bracket. It won every single round by like 50% until the it championship. Did. One of the rounds it had like 82%. Yeah, it was, it dominated our bracket. So yeah, this must be very popular with our fans. So appreciate you guys voting for that. Um, yeah. yeah, so great. So we will be covering um, Smart House next Wednesday. And then the week after that, we are doing something I'm super excited about. Can't wait to do it. We won't announce it yet, of course. We'll announce it next week. <laughs> um, so, all right. Sam, do you have anything else before uh, I, I hit our little closing? Where can you find us? Nope. All right. Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook at All That in a Bag of Chips. Uh, follow us on Twitter at All That Podcast. Um, Instagram, All That in a Bag of Chips as well. Or shoot us a message on All That in a Bag of Chips pod at yahoo.com. And we will read those. Uh, leave us a five-star frog splash review on Google Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcasts um, to get your uh, your uh, review read on the show. So um, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, making it this far. I know this was a, a long episode here. We have a big two-parter this week. Um, so that's all I got. So Sam, take us away. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafoo, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman, Baby Bottle Pop, Shrek, and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise. Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice. Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Milanaka Show, reading Rainbow Barney and collecting every pog. All toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog.